What's good? This your boy Kenneth Stones, aka Kofi Weast, and one half of the Dirty Hills, man. You already know what it is. I'm here to say what up to Off the Top Rope, man. Make sure y'all go follow, like, and subscribe, man. Make sure y'all go look into all these stuff, man. Y'all like wrestling, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. Shout out to my son Blackheart out over there, man. Off the Top Rope, you are Dirty Hills approved. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. We're back. <laughs> We haven't stirred anything up in a long time. Let's stir the pot. Still got my slide line and I got my Star Cade 97. <laughs> Here's the new lingo. Oh, my God. And here's the new slides. Here's the new everything, man. We got a lot of catching up to do. We back from season break. Nonetheless, y'all know who the fuck I am. I'm Blackheart, of course. The head honcho, the John Gotti, the Carlo Gambino, other stinker balls called Off the Top Row Podcast. Below me over here, and as I got to say, I know titles and ring gear really don't mean shit to this podcast, but at least from the hard work and ingenuity, and uh, gossip rumors are spreading that he loves to spread in my inbox. WD, uh, Concierge, others think of us, E Dukes, welcome back from your vacation. Welcome back, all y'all, from your vacation. You know what I'm saying? Yes. What's going on? And then we go to my right, down below, over there. Oh my god, Maverick is back in that with a full, you know, with a full fresh haircut. He's looking real distraught. 
Cyber in the building with his state, you know, saying it was custom made station from scratch. And then, last but not least, the former OTTR champion is finally making his appearance into the building. Oh. Get his camera up. Big Mike is in the building. But first and foremost, remember how I told y'all from, from two seasons ago, we needed to have a female elegant presence in here? And now we finally do. Introduce it to my right. The new and official first lady of OTTR, Miss Char, you're back. Thank Hi. you. She answered. She answered the best single, ladies and gentlemen, and now she's here to rescue us. So then, last folks, how y'all? You know, how y'all guys doing? How's y'all vacation? What is the word with y'all? Doing good. Man, you know we've been we've been working, man. We've been working. We have been doing it. Hey, uh, Maverick, you still having issues with your sound there, man? I think he is. Yeah, I think so, too. He's just looking at the... No, that's Big Mike. He said technical difficulties. Uh-oh. I think he just went back off. Oh! Oh! Look at this man! Oh, my God. Big Mike is back. <laughs> Got the nice little hey, cut going on. Look at this. Yes. Got can you right. hear me? Yes, yeah, I can, can hear, hear you. you Thank you, sir. Yeah, we can hear you now. Welcome back. Can hear me? Yes. 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 Yo, we got a big bite in the building. Uh, Maverick, mm-hmm. he's having some technical difficulties himself. Mr. Right back now. of the line over here. Big Mike, a.k.a. Mr. End of the Line. It's it's <laughs> That's why I couldn't get on. It's, it's real dysfunctional back here with you guys. I, I I don't like it back here. Hey, you're this, behind me, big dog. Wait, wait, and how is this dysfunctional for us this over is, here? This is not good. I need to get back where I belong at, at the top. <laughs> oh, I get what he's trying to say. Well, you don't, you don't not, like looking up to people. We're going to just go a quickie go around and talk about some of the but me. But first and foremost, we're going to get the floor to Char. Uh, Charlene, Char, first, uh, first and foremost, the new, the new, the new first lady here, and she'll give a little background of herself and her wrestling background, and you know her, her, her specialties and fate and favorite type of wrestlers and favorite wrestlers that she has in mind. Char, you got the floor with this. Sounds good. Um, I started watching wrestling around like the Attitude Era, like late nine, like mid to late nineties. Um. My specialties are AEW, New Japan, and Impact. And my favorite wrestlers are John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, Darby Allen, Frankie Kazarian, Eddie Edwards, Tanahashi. Ooh, that's a very good selection. Very good selection. Now, you're saying that you're that you live in Chicago, so I'm pretty damn sure you're gonna be at that all out event that's gonna be coming up September 4th, right? I am. Look at Maverick. Oh my god. Look at this man. Hey, he brought out the mask. Hey, uh, Sir Luchador. Yes. <laughs> Sir right. Luchador. That's right. Oh man, only. he's back in action with it. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>, Mike. <laughs> That's what's up. Big Mike, That's man, what's your up. camera is way off topic. Uh, E. Dukes, why the hell you been so quiet, man? You're supposed to be the third chair in charge. What's up with it? 
So I'm gonna let everybody get their job right now. Yeah, everybody's okay. This is the first episode. I want I want to feel what everybody else is doing before I come in attack. You want to come on to a fucking attack? Attack who? Attack who? Me? This is what I hear when he says that. You're still tipped, right? <laughs> Anyways, Big Mike, if he uh, has to get the uh, camera forgot. back and focus, <laughs> if, he, if he can get his camera back and focus, what's been going on with you, pal? Oh, You've been still soaking with your feet ever since I whooped your ass? Like, that definitely didn't happen. You definitely. <laughs> I think uh, he actually I did. Well, technically, I, I, I did, but I'm going back. So, technically, <laughs> just, I mean, well, we already talked about this already. So, I'm not going to go back in three. We're not so going to go. Yeah. We're going to just move forward. Maverick, you got the belt. Yo. You got the Luchador mask on, man. Who are you tonight? Uh, I'm a little bit of everybody tonight. This is, this is just feeling the love. This is this is just like the whole welcome back. We back in the podcast. We back. We rolling. We about to do it real big this week. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm finally I'm back. I got my belt on. Feeling like a real champ. I'm like uh, I'm like Mike. Where Mike go? And Mike left because the camera is faulty as shit. Oh my god! Mike left because he's not a real champion. Cyber the underbar. Cyber the underboss, he's back. How just man, been doing work. It's been going good, you know. Got to go on a little vacation with the family, you know. Everything's been going good. It's been everything's going up. I actually changed my part time job just to make sure I was open more for this. So I definitely did that, and and you know, we're able. We were able to get some good interviews in the past couple, past couple weeks, dude. That. That interview with Jay Bougie, man, that was wild, dude. That was <laughs> wild, man. Y'all have it, though. Y'all should go check out that episode with Jay Bougie, special after dark episode that we have on our YouTube channel as well. Oh, it's boys. on the gram. Follow it on the Instagram. If you haven't watched it, watch it, please. That is please. the most fire episode. Yes. Yes. yes, you do. Hashtag support indie wrestling. But yes, first of all, before we get into the bigger promotions, start with the smaller ones. So as y'all know, we just released a special vlog yesterday on the channel called the Jobber Slam special vlog special, man. So please, if y'all haven't, y'all should go to the Austin Top Rose Podcast YouTube channel. Check out the vlog. Check out the excitement. Check out these independent, talented stars from Tasha Scales to Big Swole Made Adventure to Shane the Shane Taylor promotions versus prolific. Oh my God! And this Savannah Evans, which I will talk about her a lot later, when it comes to impact. Ooh, <laughs> this the whole wrestling universe is on fire this summer. I call this the summer of wrestling. The summer of wrestling has been at the fever pitch ever since June hit with so many rumors, so what? many, so many releases. It's fucking bonkers right now. But Ooh. summer is over, bro. Like, <laughs> summer is not over until it's September. We still got a month left, Jacker. So, plus we still got yeah, we got SummerSlam. We still got all that going on until until we get till September. It's still summer, but nonetheless, check out that vlog. And also, proud to announce that we are officially one of the many sponsors for the We Are Wrestling. Oh, special event coming up. 
you want to be starting something. We'll be starting something. Coming up next week, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Of course, Carew, Crew Crew is going to be in attendance for that. Taking over my spot. So he's going to represent for this. You know, he's going to represent for the family. He's down there next week. Check him out. Check out the promotion. Oh my God. Check out the trailer that we just released before we even done this. I'm telling you, it's going to be straight fucking fire. Crazy ass matches. Great talent. Great environment. He's going to love it. Hope and pray he does the right thing and records some of those footage. You know what I'm saying? For the highlights and stuff. Man, he better. Yeah, he better. <laughs> oh my God. So, um, just to get into the quick overview, let's just quickly overview the summer of each promotion and each show. Monday Night Raw, we already know what the, we already know what the hell was going on there. Bobby Lashley is still Bobby Lashley is still champion nonetheless. Kofi Kingston gets walked out, squashed out, along with his pal Xavier Woods. And then now all the money in the world is being shoved into Go Bill Goldberg's ass, and you're getting many releases because of it now. Charlotte Flair is back. Whoa. The Big fucking blue. The Big fucking <laughs> The Mr. Two Shits in the Toilet Seat Flush. Wink, wink. It's back in action. Um, but this time, we get a new babyface superhero. And yes, folks, it's Nikki Cross, a.k.a. almost superhero. <laughs> Don't sorry. get me started with that. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, I'm just giving y'all the overview of what's been going on. Okay, so last but not least, the United States Championship has just been the bomb of the trap, the bomb of the heat barrel next to the 24-7 title. Sheamus is currently holding on to it right now. And we get the faces of Ricochet. Um, name another person to try to go after that. Oh, her, her brother, Korea, which that never really worked out. And... The tag team division is at its all-time low, and my God, there's nothing to show for it. And needed for it needed for the women's tag team championship too. But let's and then the one where I want to describe Lily. Oh my God, ridiculousness! Just straight up ridiculousness. And then one word, one long ass word is going to ruin you whole summer. Evolution. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Oh man! And then mm-hmm. we took over the Tuesday night on NXT. We've been doing the breakout singles tournaments. That's actually been red hot fucking fire since day one. Yep. The the you know, the tag team championship bracket right now it's been a little bit of a flow. I'll let you talk about that one when the uh, time is right. But carrying cross, carrying cross. As much as he been. Suffocating people to death, and then now we get the return of Samoa Joe as a special enforcer. Was he gets provoked and get a local Steve Austin 2003. <laughs> when he gets provoked, he gets to actually hit back. But then we see him and Karrion Cross with the go at it at TakeOver SummerSlam weekend. So, and then wonder the, what's gonna happen with that. <laughs> and then he goes up to Raw without his wife. And then turns around and get his ass kicked by freaking Jeff Hardy. Now, don't get me wrong. It was straight up nostalgia because he brought back his old theme song. And I mean, it was nostalgia. I liked it, but it was stupid on WWE's part because now Karrion Cross looks weak. He looks weak as hell. It doesn't matter what he moving does at TakeOver. Yeah, yeah. And moving on from that, Raquel Gonzalez is your new NXT Women's Champion. Buffett, she can be. But then, of course, 
Best friends make better enemies. Dakota Kai turns heel. Now they're about to go after the NXT Women's title. Oh, man. And what can I say about the North American Championship? It's been lost in the midst, too. But then again, don't get me wrong. Hit Row. If you don't know, now you know. You dig? So I'm fully on board with that. Full blown baby faces, and they're going to get El Fantago de Fantasma is back. And they're trying to go after NXT Tag Team and North American Gold. We haven't seen, we, uh, we see some new faces coming about. The Frankie Monet's, the MSK, I mean, excuse me, yes, the MSK's. And there's definitely a few other real talent. Oh my God. And one more thing the Million Dollar Championship belt between LA Knight. And Cameron Grimes is the funniest thing yes. that you ever had to watch. I'm telling you. That's it. But that's his Tuesday. Shipped over to Wednesday. Wednesday Night Dynamite. Oh, my God. If I can remember, if I can remember this all this back, here's, you know, here's the main drill. Rumor has it. I mean, Brian Danielson and CM Punk have fully officially signed their contracts. And now it's just a matter of time for this. <laughs> before their debuts coming to fruition. But we, but we're seeing so many other people coming into AEW soil, and this is the beauty of independent wrestling itself. It's like the hub network to go to all these other promotions and get more exposure, and get more bookings, get more money. Kudos to you, AEW. AEW is now set to release its new wrestling show, Rampage, coming out on August twentieth. So be fully prepared for some. So um. Oh, man, the Aaliyah has been red hot fire as heels. The perfect baby face right now is Hangman Adam Page. John Moxley is now a new daddy. And yeah. we got issues going back and forth between so many different people. But the MJF five labors for Jericho where he had to go after him and go through five ruling matches. And now we on match number four. <sighs> My God, I'm worn out. Can we just speed this along to all outs? I just want to see CM Punk come out. The whole place goes completely bonkers. And Shaw, you better have a video when it comes to that point. Because we <laughs> definitely we, we going to need some of that. And God, it's going to be Red Hot Fire. Red Hot Fire by AEW is technically, and I don't want to have to be pulling the deuce right now because he's all about them. One of the Red Hot promotions in American soil. I will, I will admit, yes. And you know me, I lean a little bit toward WWE when it came to, you know, NXT and everything else. But everything that's developed during our break totally changed my mind. Especially with the way that they said now more and more they're going to be doing more frequent with releases of uh, WWE talent. What is he trying to do? Is he trying to freaking uh, oversaturate AEW or what? Because, Probably. Because you know how what's going to happen. Bray Wyatt's going to wind up signing over there with AEW because he got released. And Maybe you know, not. Really? Maybe not. It'd be perfectly perfect for Impact Wrestling if he goes there and brings that scary ass being over there that helps them out as well. As I told you over the goddamn goddamn summer, yes, I'm talking to you, not everyone is going to be wanting to go to AEW. There's other promotions out there that they can get the fuck over, hit the real, hit the reset button, and then try to do it again later. Now, I will well, admit... What about the... Go ahead. What about the whole Wyatt family? Like he can, he's probably gonna restart that. Uh, we haven't seen Eric Roman pop up. We and Braun Strowman is asking for at least a little phrase to get one little even signed to one of these um, independent promotions and shit like that. And who knows the cover of six figures to get him over there? 
Go ahead, Dukes. You were, you were going to say something? But you forget one little simple thing. But, yeah, like I said, you turn a Bray, if Bray Wyatt goes to AEW, do you forget Matt Hardy's over there? Hey, remember how Matt Hardy was trying to bring out that broken gimmick, but never really could do? Maybe Bray Wyatt could actually bring that on. They did uh, try to do that broken gimmick since. Okay, he first came out, he first came out, but he can't really do it because there was no fans. Here, here's no, my I thing. Though, I get it, though, but we're not fully really done. There's no fans, he can't really do it. This is just a quick overview yeah. of the summer of wrestling before we get into the actual week and stuff. Yeah. So, we shift over to Impact. I will let you two actually talk about Impact. I just really just got caught up with it just last night. So, uh, I'll leave it to you two, the First Lady and... Um, he dudes down there says they know so much about this. You know what I mean? You can help those brothers and sisters out. Uh, I, think, I think I think mainly like the big the, the drama king. Who, who's gonna be going after Kenny and the um the world title over there? I mean, he's him and the elite are feuding with like Sammy and Frankie and all that. But who's he gonna be feuding for for the title? Like. Hey, that's a good question. Dukes, you got anything to say about this? Is your fire alarm going off in the background? I'll say for the well, uh, well, who else going to this kitty? I think it's going to be only trying to be Sammy But this is how it's their thing. How he's going to do it? Since the emergence of AEW and also Impact together? You might see John Moxley come over to Impact Wrestling with him and Frankie Kazarian going after the Good Brothers. That that trio might might be the only best trio to take out Kenny Omega. Okay, I'm that's gonna. Interesting though, because go ahead. That's interesting. That's interesting though, because it's like that was kind of tie in with uh, Moxley facing the Good Brothers at Resurgence. He has a mystery partner. This is my idea when it comes to this, because a lot of people mm-hmm. who are talking about impact, they're still talking about the fact that it they're trying to talk about impact just by themselves. Like who else is going to jump up to try to t- bring the title back to impact? I don't yeah. think it's going to be an impact person. What I think is going to wind up happening, this bullet club theme, this bullet club uh, yeah. resurgence coming to impact is going to blow up and it's going to be Jay White, which he's already shown up. And then the Good Brothers are going to have Tamatanga and Tongaloa to deal with. Yeah, it's going to be those three from the Bullet Club that are going to come over. They're going to beat the hell out of them, which I know that's going to happen. Jay White okay. is not going to let let Kenny Omega continue to talk shit. He's going to oh. beat him, and he's going to hold the Impact in the Never title. So that's what I think is going to wind up happening. It's going to it's I I almost feels like they're slow burning it, but. Also, too, it could, you know, kick off, you know, at their next pay-per-view. You know, it's it's still kind of up in the air right now. It just depends on what New Japan's going to let them do, and it depends on what AEW wants to let Kenny Omega do. So, exactly. There's a lot of but there's a lot of things that they have to balance out because it's not just one organization. They're dealing with like three right now. That's the whole point of this whole damn partnership. Now, quickly going to Friday Night SmackDown. Roman Reigns is still your tribal chief. Acknowledge him. 
first and foremost, the summer of Cena is not upon us. <laughs> Cena is now oh, making yeah. different appearances on SmackDown and WWE television as the summer of Cena oh. trying to fill all these seats to try to get back to the rightful place. And now he's challenging Roman for the Universal title. Big E is now your new Money in the Bank briefcase winner. So now you see that glistening deep stare eye of Big E holding that briefcase. Oh, my God. It's only time. What's hell? Well, finally, he's going to get over the hump, and now he's going to be top of the mind yet again. Bianca Belair has been red hot on fire the whole summer from Lollapalooza to um, damn, to, well, I mean, damn, to the Coachella match from the previous week. She's been all over the place with Sasha Banks. Finally, yes, turning back hill, trying to get back what's rightfully hers, and that's the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey is now injured, and now she's out for eight months. So we hope and pray that she gets back on her feet. Godspeed. Oh my God, and oh my God, the out, you know, the the Alpha Academy. <laughs> yes, I love the fact that they're doing to Owens because now he's more fucking serious now. Oh. No more Damn. of this this little kid bullshit. <laughs> He's actually getting but to be the mean. Funniest thing, but the funniest thing of SmackDown right now is Baron Corbin losing his crown, losing his luck, losing his money, and now he's looking like a broke bum each and every fucking week. It, it, I it's love the it. Most, it's the most hilarious thing that they're doing with him, and he's selling it in the best way that I can, all, that I can be like, you know what, I actually like Baron Corbin now because this gimmick makes me feel for him. But it makes me feel for him because why? At some point, he was in that similar state too. So it hits home, if you think about it, real close. I really want them to let him bring back the lone wolf gimmick, have him come out of this on the other side, and him just be 100% by himself, be like, you know what? Forget all y'all. I'm going back to the way I was. That's what I want for him because I think he can do more with that gimmick. Okay, I can see that kind of happening. Oh man, so we actually kind of power went out of my apartment. Oh, Mike, Mike, he went Mike, for being I champion was there, to. I was, there, I was, there, I was, there, I was just going to bring up the belt real quick. You know what I'm oh, saying? <laughs> Prepare for that. But over, but yo, but over the summer, we did a little shopping, and uh, yes. we're gonna put. You know, we're gonna say we're gonna retire this. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Yeah, but show them the upgrade. Show them the upgrade. We're going to go with the new and improved. Hey, kid, oh. There we go. There we go. We see it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Can we tell us over my shoulder? And you see that, man? The OTDR symbol right in the middle. Anyone that wants some, come get some. And no, I guess my first ability no. has to be you below me. E Dukes, I'll see your punk ass at SummerSlam. You better hope and pray that your prediction is actually correcting on the money with it. Because I'm coming for that ass, boy. Nonetheless, I'll see my Monday Night Raw. Now All we right. actually... Getting hopefully. into the weekly stuff. Hopefully back into full motion. Oh, hmm. man. So, Monday Night Raw kicks off with the WWE Champion Bobby Lashley. Yes, thank you. And MVP coming out to do the promo. And of course, MVP comes out and says, Goldberg showed up random me on Raw and challenged Lashley for the title. But Goldberg claimed that, you know, Goldberg is a gladiator. 
but he's being used, crushing other gladiators, but he can't stop Lashley. Dan Goldberg comes out. Can someone please, my God, for this for the sake of argument, I just don't think that the motherfucker can't talk. No. To no. save his life. So he goes and claims that they're scared of him, and Goldberg is claiming that Lashley is next. Do I really even know why? But Goldberg's son, who's sprouted in like God knows how long since he was in that last crowd from before, sprouted to a young man. And it pointed him out, MVP going out trying to talk some trash. Goldberg walks the world and walks back out, hits MVP with the weirdest spirit to look at. And then grabs his son, walks to the back. Lashley is already pissed off and just can't believe it. And that's how we end that segment. So that's what builds up Goldberg and Bobby Lashley for the WWE World Rugby Championship at SummerSlam. It was like it was like watching Spike Dudley hit somebody with a finisher move. That yeah. spear was so horrible. It was <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> My God, it was a damn travesty. That freaking hurt to watch. Gonna take the belt off him. I'm like, you guys must be smoking some serious drugs. Serious. Like, just watching that and is just like this drugs, is gonna be so boring. Oh, I got man. some drugs. Yeah, speaking of drugs, I got some drugs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got some drugs. You know what I'm saying? This is my coming out party. Big Mike. I wish I would have put this, smashed him in the face with this gold championship belt, but he ain't here tonight. Apparently. No, nah, Mike's gonna have to get through me before he gets another chance with at you. So, have a little rivalry going on, so y'all can have the gold sanction match over there. I gotta deal with this motherfucker below me when it comes to this title. Hey, it's all right because after I'm done with Big Mike, you're going. You have me to deal with. No, 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 you ain't gonna skip me. You ain't gonna skip me. Sorry, you're the shot. 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 Sorry, so Drew McIntyre defeats Vera and Shanky in a, two, I mean, in a two-on-one handicap match by disqualification at the Jinder Mahal. Oh, my God. Thank God is not here because he would have been like, That's Yes, I did that for you, Crew. Okay. So Jinder Mahal interferes and attacked Drew in a steel chair, but Drew picked up his sword to knock it away the steel chair, and he gets disqualified. I'm like, this is the most crappiest booking of the week. Now, I was going to show you my garbage man, but I really don't feel like doing that right now. If I really had to make the choice, this thing is heaping garbage. What the hell are you doing with Drew McIntyre now? And now you got to make him suffer the Jinder Mahal vortex? I'm blaming Karu for this shit. (laughs) There's so many people in the back that they could be using instead of freaking having Drew McIntyre start jobbing out to people, especially freaking Jinder Mahal. Don't even get me started with this, dude. Man, if Crew was in here, mm-mm. I would tell him, you need to take your old boy back and freaking... If Crew was in here, what would you tell him right now? What would I tell him right now? I, yes, I would tell him, tell him right now? I would tell him yeah, that both him and Jinder Mahal could kiss my ass. <laughs> my whole ass. No, 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 no. We gotta tell him. 
We got to tell them uh, they can get else? Uncle Fat. You mad because your ass is old. <laughs> First thing you do is just pick up the phone. <laughs> oh, man, getting started. But, yeah, dude, I mean, they, there's other people in the back that they'll be giving these chances to, man. This is talent being wasted in WWE, and you know what? At first, I was feeling bad for some of these people when I started seeing them getting cut, but now I'm just like, this gives you a chance to go and actually make money and actually do something, man. Not for yeah, just spread wings and fly. What'd you say, Char? I said spread your wings and fly elsewhere where you're needed oh. and wanted more. Oh, yeah. You see? This is why I said the independence is really going to be the resurgence of all these releases. And now you're going to see them work with other talent and getting them over. And that now that new talent is going to be having a new set of eyes to watch them. That's what helps that brand. That's what helps that promotion out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm actually kind of happy that some of these releases haven't happened since last year because you see where oh. other people have went and got over. Oh, and good footnote. Matt Cardona is your new GCW. Yes. I defeated the unpredictable, the deathmatch king, oh, king in his hometown. Oh, my God. You should have seen the aftermath of that. Everyone throwing beer balls and trash in the rain. Oh, Jesus Christ. I saw all those videos. I was like, Kudos yes. Here, man. He won over the whole damn summer. And... He completely brushed off the whole freaking gimmick he had in WWE, and I freaking love it. it he he, and he was just he's so good. Okay, he's sponsoring the blue ribbon beer shit, and I'm like, dude, he's red hot fire right now. That's great. That's perfect. That's oh, perfect and I just looked it up. New Japan is getting ready to have another uh, Super Juniors tournament coming up in. It says in August. It happens August every year. So, I mean, we could easily see some of these lighter weight guys that just got released from WWE. We could see them popping up in New Japan pretty soon. Totally. So, totally. like, Bobby Fish, I think he he's not that much over the junior heavyweight limit. I mean, we could see Bobby Fish pop up. We could see... Alex Zane. Yeah. And, I mean, we could see multiple people pop up that have been on the release list. So that's something definitely to watch out for in the coming weeks. Indeed. You're absolutely right, Cyber HR. Good note. Oh, yeah. New Japan is about to be ramped on fire within the next few weeks, too. So mm -hmm. keep an eye out for them. Right. Next, we got Rhea Ripley defeating Nia Jax. Nia Jax got hit with a bloody spot on the side of, on the, side of the head. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever notice that? But seeing Rhea Ripley pull a riptide on her, holy cow. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Twice. I want to go twice. I didn't. Twice. And I didn't think she was that strong, <laughs> dude. I really didn't think she was that strong to pick up Nia Jax. That was. I was just like, oh shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, exactly. But I got. But I got. But he got T Bar and Mace. Oh my god. It's can't that they're still a fucking tag team. Defeating Mustafa Ali and Mansoor. Baby White you can't believe they're a fucking tag team. <laughs> no joke, dude. I figured they would have. No, listen, no, I still can't. I see. I still can't imagine that still be as a tag team. And you mean you tell me there's no other tag teams that this whole company that's worth more than two billion dollars right right by now can't produce a good tag team? And they're all gone. 
I mean, no, I don't. Do, I know. I mean, listen. I don't do that. That sad face on. So let me move away from that real quick, and let me move on to something that he doesn't like. Charlotte Flair claiming that she's the most decorated woman in the business today. <laughs> she put on three times with the Money in the Bank contract being on the line and thinks everyone is cashing right in front of her and cashing in all her hard work and success. Charlotte <laughs> says that she can hard defeat work. Right? And she said that she could defeat Nikki Ash. Once again tonight, Nikki Ash then comes out and attacks Charlotte with a steel chair. Okay. I think gangster. I mean, I don't know how people feel about this. I know the whole summer people people have been making fun about this gimmick, but you know, you gotta admit it does reach out to kids, and kids do like what superheroes. So as much as they want to go lower, they need someone that had a bubbly gimmick to be able to reach out to these kids, and they found one. So I can't be mad. Let's so get- let's, let's take back and look at history. Gregory Helms. And the hurricane, and and we loved him. <laughs> that was for our and his sidekick. Anyway, so I get that message as well. <laughs> Mighty Holly, Mighty Holly, yeah. And then he had another one. What, who was it? It was Rosie, Rosie? The, yeah, Rosie. the big dude, the big Rosie. dude, Rosie. Rosie. Uh-huh. Rosie. Can I just say, Roman's brother done. I'm like completely done with this whole Charlotte Flair shit. So I'm sorry, Duke. Unless you was her father, you better ask for that release. Holy I know it's Ooh. stupid. Moving on, moving on, moving on from that. What the heck? Uh, we, get the, uh, we get the uh, we get the WWE Tag Team Champion. Yes, because Natalia is injured. Suffered an injury the previous week. Now she has surgery. Now she's going to be out for a month. So Tamina now holding on to clinching. Now Tamina, two belts, is now. And she defeats um, Dewdrop. <laughs> I can't. Poor Pepper. Yes, I'd rather have her name before that. Why would you already buy this woman do drop? So I can't I I, I, I can't fathom this, but well I also can't fathom Alexa Bliss, then Mars, even Mendez, I mean even Marie after the match was over. Oh god. And now with the fiend, Ray Wyatt being gone. You think that this is uh, Alexa Bliss's fault? No, I think honestly, the way that it, it happened is when he did his match at WrestleMania, it it came out through Fightful, I believe, that it said that the reason why Bray Wyatt didn't originally win that match is because he was still wanting to take time off after the whole Brody, uh, the passing of Brody Lee. So I think what it was is that he was just taking his time on that and the WWE was just looking for some places to cut and they didn't have anything for Bray Wyatt. You know, he wasn't in any major storylines. They wrote him out at WrestleMania. So, I mean, realistically, they weren't using him, so they didn't want him on payroll. Corporate-wise, they just cut him because they they weren't doing anything with him. Now, that's going to lead to a completely different topic I'll talk about when we get to AEW, but... um, from that standpoint, 
I honestly think it's just because they were doing their so-called budget cuts. Oh, please. <laughs> budget oh, yeah. cuts? Talent, Sean. What you think? That's Let's ridiculous. See. Like, you're just you're, all they're doing is just hoarding a bunch of talent that could go to other promotions just so AEW can't build their promotion. It's like, why bother? Well, also remember you, that comment. So, that, so what do you guys think happened to Randy Orton? I sorry to say, but what do you guys think happened to Randy Orton? You know, because he's been gone for what two months now. Yo, it's kind of. It's, yeah, I say about like close to like a month and a half, close to two months, because I think he suffered, uh, he sustained a undisclosed injury, something like that. Like, they didn't really say like the source of the injury, but he said it was undisclosed. But from all, what I understand, okay. he might been had secretly released. Oh, Big Mike, you're actually back. I don't know who I pissed off over the summer. But I don't care. You're not going to stop me. Even if I got to be on the phone. Just had a brownout in my apartment. Everything just shut off. I, you know, I don't know who's trying to stop me, but you ain't going to do it. Right, here we go. So here we sign, go. Well, sign up that theory real nice and, walk, and kiss this belt goodbye. <laughs> that's all I just wanted. That's all I just wanted to do real quick. <laughs> but, Brown outs, yeah. haters. It's take back season. I told you, I'm coming. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, just I don't tell care Mike, who's in the way. Mike, like, and Mike, just like, just like Drew McIntyre, get to the back of the bus, brother. You getting no more title shots. No, it's okay. I'm gonna gonna get mine back. Gonna get it back. You gotta go through me first before you even think about that. So you ain't doing See, nothing. Tell him there's a line. I'm the first on it. The only thing that's going to happen is it's going to get boring and repetitive because I'm going to just keep winning over and over and you over have to again. I'm going to on this whole title shot right now. Oh, oh listen, man. Look, last time I checked, man, you were the back of the bus and me. I'll deal with you when I'm in front of the race again. There's going to be a lot of people that are saying that. Oh, wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. I I, I heard Sharta. I was about to say, we just heard the new girl just flat out say, uh, you just got more than just that to go through. What? That's what I like. Fired. (laughs) Sharta, welcome. Welcome to the team. I need to let you know anybody can get it. There's no discrimination no, no. over Tell here. Tell the truth. No, 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 no. Tell her the truth. Tell her the truth. You're the worst paper champion we have ever seen. I am the first champion you've ever the seen. The worst paper champion. No, 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 no. Number one. Number one. Just like Pat Patterson, you address Pat Patterson as the first Intercontinental Champion ever. I am the first OTTR Champion ever. 
Yeah. And there's yeah. no yeah. disputing yeah. that. You'll never get that vote. He's right above that. He did win it first, fair and square. And then end up leading to tiebreakers, and that's why he kept extending to when it was going to hit the summer. And finally, finally, it wasn't for AEW pay-per-view. Oh, my God. If it wasn't for AEW, if it wasn't for a goddamn Jungle Boy. It was for Sammy Fuchs This Jungle Boy would probably still be yours. And I thank you. But I thank you for that competition. But you're back in the fucking bus. And now I gotta get with Duke's ass right here, right now. He is number one contender, so now I gotta really walk the shit out of him real quick. I'm not worried so who, about. And then who's that? Who's next after Duke's? Well, that's really gonna be just the pen. It's gonna have to be another bad uh, battle royale. Not for you. Wait, what? What happened to that list you had posted? Do you still have that list? I still have my list. I still have that list. Yeah, we're gonna have to go down. Yeah, that we're list. gonna have to. We're gonna have to look at that list and update that list. Because I, I, I'm telling you, Mike's at the bottom. You know, I think I was next after Dukes. I know yep. all of y'all are talking, but Cyber is the only one to step up and put the challenge out. Hey, I'm gonna lay it on the table. Let's go. I am going to be out of the country, but I will get the eviction. If you want this SummerSlam smoke, you can get this SummerSlam smoke. Well, then let's go. Why would you talk about the it? Number one loser. So this sounds like you two won a match. This sounds like you two need to get in the ring. You two need to fight this shit out. So, let's go. Y'all go ahead, because me... I'm booking you two in the predictions match, but the kicker that I'm going to give you two is it is any surprises that does come up during the event at any point, you get two points each. Okay. Okay, I can so live with that. If, so, say if, I'll give you a prime example. Cena ends up being in Roman, but then Big E comes out, he So then we each get two points off of that, and then plus the points that we get for whoever won the prediction. Mm-hmm. I got you. Hey, okay. Yeah, he sit his ass on the fucking bench. Oh no, I'm about to put his ass so at the back of the line. Got your little private beef going on over there. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, hold on. So that was hey, no, that's what sells y'all two little beef right there. Okay. That's what's going to help sell this little beef between y'all. Y'all can probably get, you know what I'm saying, blow off the steam. That'll be a good exhibition match. Okay, no. As now- for number one contenders, it would never be between Char, Maverick, and the rest of the boys who will be participating in this thing, too. Yes, don't so, count me out. So, if you're going to mm-hmm. call people out, you better call the following. You better call out the facts. You better call the crew. You better call out me, which you're not going to do. <laughs> I'll, I'll- Otherwise, Otherwise, I think everybody else, everybody else, y'all, I mean, y'all know how to respond to that. So um, I ain't got to say too much. So now that everybody's back, let's move forward yeah, to everyone. Monday Night Rewind real quick. The Miz and Morrison had held a Dude, Miz. Dude, hurry up and lose. 
Oh man, but that's freaking terrible. He's coming out. Miss Miss says that if it wasn't for the wheelchair, he would slap the taste out of the priest's mouth. Priest ain't having none of that BS. He said he dealt with guys like these two like that before and work, you know what I'm saying, working nightclubs and shit like that. Since when the mm-hmm. demon priest work nightclubs. Okay, whatever. John Morrison didn't attack Priest, but Priest fought him off and tosses him out the ring. Priest then sprays multiple times with a dripstick. That is such that a, a stupid gimmick. That's just a real, ugh, nah. That just didn't work out. Anyway, then we get Damien Priest and John Morrison going one-on-one. Damien Priest gets over John Morrison. After Master United States Champion Seamus comes out and attacks Priest, but Ricochet comes out and makes the save, which ended up being a tag team match. Damien Priest and Ricochet end up defeating Sheamus and John Morrison following next. I don't know why they just don't do this shit one segment before that leads into the match. You got the match. Do it the way that you that you do it before. You're doing the ass back with WWE, but we already know this shit already. Oh, and good thing is, you cannot stop us this season. Ha, 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 ha. We're not on Anchor right now, but shout out to Anchor, by the way. We still going to be on there, posting our podcasts on there, like we always have and always do. And, dude, you said that, and watch. A couple episodes in, WWE production truck's going to start screwing with us, and then I'm going to be like, it was because of you. Shit, they turned the power <laughs> off in my building. One. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they they shit it off because they knew you were the number one loser, so they had to shut it off. Oh, Look, actually, it got turned Ouch. off because God forbid I get put in this number one contenders match. Then, uh oh, hey, the big bad bully's back again. But no, no it's okay. It's all it's right. Hey, I'll take Cyber out. OTTR is recording. Listen, listen, it's because Cyber issued that challenge to you. That's why I made you guys a little match to pull off the scene. It's cool. Wait, you guys wait, all no, hit listen. your hope and dreams that Cyber's going to find a way to beat me. Yes, that's cool. Y'all all sit there. And when you get disappointed again, you guys are here. You, you guys are here. You heard you it know, first. Because you know. we ran this same show oh, no. before the triple threat. Cyber's you know. gonna do this. Cyber's gonna do you that. Know. And then what happened? Smack, smack, smiggity, smack. That's what happened. You got That's me by happened. one match. Did you lose? By one. Did you lose? Did yeah, you lose? I did. I'll admit, I did oh, okay. lose. I saw, but you know I what, though? But you okay. know what, though? You know who you sound like right about now? You are OTTR's official Dallas Cowboy <laughs> fan. <laughs> I will Cowboy never hitch myself. You are the to official Dallas Cowboy franchise. fan of the OTTR. I will never hitch myself to that franchise. Oh. Well, you just did just by the way you're talking about how, oh, I did this. Oh, I did that. Oh, I'm so cool. Oh, look at this. I forget was the first OTTR champion, blah, blah, blah. I mean, no one gives I a shit right now. I was the first. He's the, first you thing. are the skip baby well, of OTTR. Y'all drama over there when it comes to SummerSlam. Thank you, Maverick. That's what's Bobby up. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg for the <laughs> WWE Championship has been made official for SummerSlam. So we already know that's what happened. Stupid. The Raw Championship almost defeats Riddle. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Riddle. I told Rick Coyne was back. There just to be there. Right now. He kind of been lost to transition during the summer. 
even Marie and Dewdrop didn't attack Alexa Bliss in her own playground? Before I go off on this shit real quick, Eva took Lily, called her ugly, and tossed her, and then Lily stood up on her own. <laughs> the writers need to be fired for this in general, and the staffing uh, for WWE needs to be slapped in the face because bringing Eva Marie back and cutting the talent that they've cut is stupid. It has not worked well. The fact that I'm still I'm still pissed at the fact that they released Bray Wyatt and then gave Alexa Bliss Bray Wyatt's character. Yeah, I'm still just like super mad at this. Uh-huh. And then you release uh, like, you, you release someone like Ruby Riot and you, you bring in Eva Marie who has no talent whatsoever. Why? No talent. The Zero. Iconics. Zero. The Iconics. They cut them loose. They cut loose all the, this women talent. Merce, uh, Mercedes from NXT. Why in the heck did they cut her oh, loose? Oh, God. You let go Mercedes Martinez? I was shocked about that one. I'm like, I'm like what are you thinking? I'm like, you guys fucked up with that one. Big time. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Big time. Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed, yeah. too. And you know he's highly upset right now. Yeah. Man, Big Mike, you're over there hydrating like there's no tomorrow, man. I do the Jake Atlas, Atlas too. Jake Atlas too. And then they did just lose a little bit. Leo Ruff. Hey, he's trying to. Sh- oh yeah, hey, and Sabiata, Leo he's over there too. trying to shave his refrigerator, bro, because the power went out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just on Raw, people. Just remember, we're still right, on Raw. Listen, we still got the rest this of the whole week. Eva Mendez, you know, this whole Eva Marie and Alyssa thing is two shits in a toilet seat flush. Mixed with Uncle Fast's bacon wrap Bible garbage. Mixed with me shitting in my own bed on fire. That's all I got to say about that. Now, fuck you, WWE. You definitely ain't shit because now you're killing off Alexa Bliss the way that I wanted her. Now, you turn her into a, a cartoonish Harley Quinn that has no self-esteem. And relying on the fucking doll in the fucking bus. Now, if people start buying these dolls, I'd be highly surprised, too. That's like buying the, um, that's like buying the theme belt. That was like 500 bucks, wasn't it? It was, and that belt it is was. hideous. I'm Who like, would spend $700 on that belt? Uh, I did. What? Did you? What? What the hell? You really bought that seven hundred dollar belt? I did actually, yeah. Maverick bought I won by Yeti. I did buy one. I was about to say, no uh, don't you put the, don't 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 you put that stink on me. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I did I did what? only because I'm like a really huge fan of Bray Wyatt, man. Like what he what he did, like Honestly, character-wise, what he's done for for WWE within the last like two years compared to any other character, it's ridiculous. Like you cannot, you cannot possibly say that he is the most talented character in WWE. It's like Undertaker 2.0. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just being honest. I had to do it. Well. Uh. Don't get me wrong. I don't agree. I don't disagree with you. I I think Bray Wyatt has probably been one of the biggest characters to 
to have such a metamorphosis from his start from in the WWE to when he got released. I mean, look at what his character was when he started. Husky Harris. Husky Ooh, Harris. Husky. He went from that. It's a big husky ass motherfucker. Went from that. <laughs> went from the Wyatt to the Wyatt family, which was a huge jump for him. And then he made another jump again when he became the Fiend. So I mean, he had such a massive growth in WWE. So Maverick, I 100% agree with you. Bray Wyatt has done a lot in the WWE. I feel like he hasn't gotten enough credit for what he has done. And I honestly <laughs> think. A lot of people uh, have different opinions on this. He is going to sign with AEW because I think what he's going to want to do is he's going to want to do something to help remember, uh, continue pushing uh, the memory of his friend that passed away, Brody Lee. So I could see he him. He may take over the Dark Order. Exactly. I think he may take over the Dark Order. Exactly. That That's one. what I think, too. Because I, I think he'll join, but I don't think he'll take over. I think he'll work with him. I don't think he'll take over. Yeah. He'll do something with them. Yeah, they said negative one's gonna be the leader of them. There's gonna be no like real leader of them. Right. Yeah, they're gonna say that's why for negative one where he gets old enough and he actually wants to wrestle and that's by choice. If he does, then you already know that's why it's gonna be better for him as long as that company still stands. Yeah. Nonetheless. Yeah. But definitely the unofficial, at least I would say. Guardian Angel would have to be his captain. Whatever that dark hazard that he could potentially bring for that dark order, imagine a whole new makeover for the dark order and they kind of enhance that to their gimmicks now. Because now they have a little Guardian Angel aka the Fiend will start coming into play. Whole nother mask and shit like that. More freaky or some shit. TNT will like that because why TNT is a serious network program, right? Yeah. So they're going to want shit like that. So what better way to do that? And then look, too. Look at how much blowback WWE has gotten from their network partners for cutting Bray Wyatt loose. They shot themselves in the foot big time for cutting them loose. And no, listen, listen, they shot themselves in the foot when they didn't check out Allison Black contract before the, before you let him walk out clean yeah. within 30 days, and he went right over to AEW and got over. Within one match, a squash match, which we'll talk about that in a little bit, too. But let me get past yeah. Raw real quick. Let's okay? get out of Raw Keith Lee ended up defeating NXT champion Cameron Cross. Yes. This is 50-50 booking clearly all the way compared to last week. You know what the hell happened. Cameron Cross got one over on Keith Lee. Reginald, the 24-7 champion, had to be Akira Tozawa to retain the 24-7 title. And last but not least for the main event, we get a no-holds-bar match between Charlotte Flair and Nikki Ash. With Nikki Ash getting one over on the Omni Flair in the no-holds-bar match, which I actually kind of liked it. They tried I, to betray I liked it. the match. It was, it was a good match. And this is Superwoman in a female version of Lex Luthor. Right there. And we just see that in the match. Yeah. And what kid is not going to want to envision that? Especially the comic book nerds who read this and shit like that. They get fantasized about that type of shit. What, and saying, what better way? If you think about it, this is almost like, I don't want to say almost, but Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat. Except Ricky Simo wasn't no superhero, but then again, mm. he looked like he could have been a superhero. I oh, yeah. 
So they can betray that either way it goes. But they're trying mm-hmm. to appeal this war to the kids than anything else because they're good kids. It's going to add us to the parents. Parents equal money. So what bad way to do that? And that and was the end of the talk. And yet they still haven't gotten Nikki any merch yet. Oh, man. Listen. They're I not capitalizing the on that. Listen, I think listen, I think the costume was well more than well more than enough already as is. Think about the action figures. Action figures, freaking t shirts, mask, all that stuff. Come on. That's money right there. And I'm surprised WWE hasn't done nothing with that yet. Anybody got any thoughts about Monday Night Raw before we move on? No. <laughs> WWE sucks in general these days, so I have <laughs> nothing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and you know me. You know me, Blackheart. Blackheart. I'm usually big, I'm usually on, big on WWE, WWE stuff. WWE stuff. I'm, I'm just completely disappointed. Like, this WWE is just the worst. Like, can we just move on to AEW now? Yes, please. <laughs> Actually, we're going right into Tuesdays. We're going into NXT real quick. Let's take a look at the channel to Tuesdays real quick. NXT, then we get the high roll. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah, defeating Legato de Fantasma by disqualification. Samuel Escobar interrupts and hits top doll with a steel chair after that was over. De Fantasma then beat down Hit Row and Escobar takes swirls and swirls his grill. Who's going to take someone's grill? Smile. Oh, wait a minute. And if Maverick was back when he was in high school, he could have played off as Nelly, too. So what? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine him back then in high school, right? He put a little um, band-aid. He wore the band-aid. Oh, man. That's funny. That's funny. I'm with the bandage. I'm with That's what's up. All right, Nelly. Oh, sorry. Um, there's we got Bridge Hall defeating um, yeah. uh, Inkman Gyro. Well, that was a pretty good short match. I wish they could have just spent a lot more on that. Brother Strong defeated Bobby Fish. As we find out later what the hell happened to Bobby Fish later. Damn, that fucking sucks. Then we got the Grizzly. I think with the next week or two, it should be ending finally. Yeah, Cameron Grimes needs to get back to doing what he was doing before. Hey, Blackheart, dude, you're having some issues with your sound, man. You're kind of sounding real far away, man. Excuse me. Hear me now? Yeah, hear me now? 
Yeah, but nope. you still sound real, real muffled, man. <clears throat> Here, here's my thing. I want to, I want to kind of touch base back on the whole um, Escobar situation and him getting into it with uh, Swerve Scott. Let me tell you something. The way the WWE's he's been cutting people, this is what I feel is going to happen. They're going to get into this huge match where it's going to be the North American title up on the line. Whoever wins keeps their job. The other one's going to get cut. Do you really think that? Honestly, the way things have been going, would you be surprised? Would you be surprised? You win, you stay. You lose, bye-bye. You see, Ma- Maverick's in the same boat as me. That's the way it's coming down. <laughs> but isn't that what happens later on in the show? Actually, gonna get that's gonna get flat a little bit too. I would, I would only be surprised because it seems like they're putting money into Hit Row right now. So that would be surprising to do all of that stuff to just cut it that. What about impact? And last but not least, this is the match that you guys were asking this time was talking about. Johnny Gargano defeating Jesse Loomis in a match where Love match. But Indy Harbour doesn't care about the match. He still runs in the ring and jumps and kisses Dexter Lewis. Nice guys for this last. Hey, that was still a good match, though. It was a very good match. Yeah. You forget how good Dexter Lewis is because they don't seem to know what to do with his character. Yes. But he's really good in the ring. That was... And Johnny Gargano just makes everyone look amazing. Like Johnny Gargano about, is a hard just worker. About the, it's, it's, it's almost to the point where, like, we got to start giving this dude. He might legit be one of the top five in all of WWE because I I don't I can't think of him putting on a bad match. I can't even remember the last time he had a bad match. Everyone he's in with, the match is amazing. Exactly. You're right. All 
right, so we're ready to oh, move on. Said, yeah, let's yeah. Get, yes, we're just going to AEW. Sit back and let y'all have y'all time. Here, yes, here we, we go. Are. Tell me how AEW. You know what that the, means. The greatest AW show on the planet. Then we get Chris Jericho going one on one with Juba Two Juice Gorilla. And then the last season, you are the third labor of this five labor. Jericho had the So he hit the juice effect from the top to hit Jubilee and Jubilee Guerrero. He gets the one, Jubilee. He wins. After the match was over, Warlord didn't attack both of them. The MGF said that Jericho must face Warlord next in the fourth labor of Jericho. MGF will be the special guest referee. They kind of see. They they fucked that. They should they should put that one first. first. I don't know how people talk about that. We all feel about that. I I agree. They should have did that first. They should have did the death match as the one before the MJF because he would have looked like he overcame so much. But, you know, what do I know? I'm, I'm just overwatching Chris Jericho fight. Just, just Chris Jericho is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And I very much watch him fight. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I, he, he was like one of my favorites too. But this Chris Jericho, no. Done. I'm. I'm. I'm done. I said that last season. I'm just every match. Like I'm waiting for him to fuck up. Like he's gonna do something. He's gonna mess up at some point in the match and really hurt himself. Really hurt himself. Yep. This is. This is. This is what I think Jericho needs to do at this point. He needs to take the way that MVP is doing with Bobby Lashley. As in, he's part of the inner circle, but he pretty much watches the back of everybody that's in. He just needs to be a mouthpiece pretty much. Exactly. That's honestly what I think needs to happen. And then he can do his one-off matches. And uh, yeah. exactly. And then start transitioning into a uh, announcer for Your microphone is doing that weird noise again. Smidge. I can't wait to hear y'all defend this Andrade thing. Because this is the stupidest thing I've seen in a long time. Which one? Uh, Andrade's beef with Pac and the other guys. Because this is stupid. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest about Andrade. He is a really good technical wrestler. Like you don't like for me, it's like once in a generation you get a really good Mexican wrestler, and he is really good to me, honestly. Yeah, I agree. He's, he is the best Mexican wrestler, as terrible as this kind of sounds. But he's the best Mexican wrestler right now. Like, he's the one. Yeah, definitely. That's why I say, like, once in a generation, because it's not, like, every generation gets that one good wrestler, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that one good re- Mexican wrestler this year for this generation is Andrade. Now, his problem is he can't speak English, so it's going to be hard for him to be a baby face. But he plays the heels very well. All, all I'm going to say is your wife is Charlotte Flair, bro. You should be you should be talking to Ric Flair and learning how to speak some English, motherfucker. <laughs> I agree. That is true. Like, you're married to an American, bro. Like, your English should be on fucking point. Yeah, truly, probably was just trying to get the green card. You're trying to trying to get over the border. Yeah. You know, he didn't want he didn't want um. How do I say this nicely? He didn't want he didn't want Donald Trump to blow his up. He didn't want that much work. He, I said he didn't want Donald Trump to build that wall. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want Donald Trump to build that wall. And spend all no. that money to do it. Because hey, we all know where it would have been coming from. <laughs> Not his pocket. <laughs> Damn. He doesn't want the help, but he needs to be the finest to be able to win. He has to be able to simply feel. Okay? How about the Asians and Bobby Allen? This thing defeated Rudy Garcia in 2.0. Ever rise. Then I stopped it looking like that. They probably just destroyed it. Next, we got the Elite celebrating the win over the Asian was a basketball. We're still doing this whole two squads. BCN2. Y'all seen that movie? Mm-mm. No. no. Space Jam 2? Yeah. Absolutely not. I refuse. LeBron James can kiss all my ass. No, 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 no. Uncle Fax ass. Damn. <laughs> 
Man, it's, you can't remake a movie. It's it, it's it's a thing. No one can ever be the original. We all understand that. We all. You just can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm upset. Like I, I refuse to watch it. Speaking of that segment between Message of the Elite, can we can we mention all the Easter eggs that were in that segment? Yes. Tell between us. Like, Cookie Monster. And they have five little Easter eggs, five little symbols, and you already see certain things coming. And you're going to see certain people talking to me with that. Like so, it's uh, a sign. Britt Baker, Britt Baker, no, excuse me, Christmas Eve to Easter Blade. I guess now, because he's trying to remember what they're telling them. Britt Baker has Brent the Baker. Red Velvet for the Championship. It's made official for the big team. That's all I'm going to do. So, yeah, I can't go. Wow, Tropical Earth is going to be a Yeah, he found someone to work with. Wiggle, Wiggle. You know, I used to hate Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> WCW Chavo Guerrero was like the worst. I hated him. But when he came to WWE, I fell in love with him. Just because of the stuff, he did, with, of the stuff he did with Eric, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, that whole Eddie Guerrero got me. And then, did you watch his stuff from? God, what? God. Lucha Underground. Underground. Yo, yeah. dude. <laughs> so many people came out of Lucha Underground, and it was. It's just like shit. Can we get some more Lucha Underground? But like Chavo Guerrero, man, what he did over there was sick. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that you asked for the gas leak over in Africa. I didn't know that you had that. Yo, man, listen, Chavo Guerrero, man, like I said, WCW Chavo Guerrero was trash. But once he came to WWE and started working with Eddie Guerrero, like that whole just like who he who he was just like just flew right out the fucking window. Mm-hmm. Like 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 an um like an ex girlfriend throwing out her, her her man's clothes, man. It, it just was like fuck it. It's a new, new, new era for Chavo, and he really just like changed, changed over like a leaf. Wow! Wow! Right. Unless we got Hangman Adam, he's in the elite. 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 Elite.
Freaky Kazarian, Supposedly, this is going to happen. I think it's going to be a triple threat match for that I don't know how to do that. This is what I might feel as we're going to go towards a triple threat and try to say that now. We're going to put this guy before you and then you are a whole bunch of No. No. But, I don't know what Next, we got Nero defeating Lee Johnson to the championship. You all know that was hands that way. Lee Johnson, yeah, I would say Lee Johnson is kind of the advocate brother. What's my favorite? You want to take shit over there? He's like, oh man. <laughs> Just the way that he looks like, it looks like he's taking the shit. That's what makes it so funny. Anyways. Yo, Layla Hurst defeated Alex to become the number one contender against Camille. Oh my God. For the NWA Women's Championship. And they have a face off. Oh God. David versus Goliath. David yeah. was so funny. I was like, who the fuck is this? And I was just like stunned away. It was like the height difference is just, oh my god. Yeah, they told David versus Goliath. Told David versus Goliath, but it was like, oh my god. It's like almost giving me the same theory as I thought about China. Dude's die in the background because now all of a sudden he's uh, throwing me his food. <laughs> <laughs> but then the main event, ooh, Malachi Black defeated Cody Rhodes. Oh my Whoa. god, I love this. And what Cody Rhodes teased his retirement and took to try to take on one of his boots. But as he was to take off the second one, Malachi Black attacks him from behind with a crutch. And take off and took his boot for his own. He ain't done with this motherfucker yet. He's just <laughs> taking some time off because of that show, and then also he wants to spend time with his li- his new little one. So that's all it is. He's gonna yeah. be back. So teasing us, but in some degree, do you believe in this? Do you believe in this theory that he could potentially retire soon? No. He's still got some unfinished business there. And plus, he said he doesn't want to retire until he's 40, so no. He's far from done. Uh, it's storyline. Oh, it's yeah, storyline. And plus, he's he did it before. With um, Brody Lee. He did this I've been here. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's true. He did. That's right. Yeah, he did. So he's only taking time off. Duke. He's only taking time off. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> Duke saving us with the with the letting us know. Like, here you go. Remember that? Yep. 
That's when they started this whack ass show. Duke, what are you doing back there? What do you think he's doing? What do you think he's doing? What are you doing back there? He's feeding he's feeding his outer fat boy. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You see, with the skinny people, it's the inner fat boy. But for us, it's the outer fat boy. It's the outer fat boy. Hey, don't talk about my inner fat boy again, all right? Well, listen, I'm going to tell you one more time. Don't talk about my inner fat boy again. I take offense to that. Take a fence. What? I'm kidding. What? I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> For the first time ever, it was a night. Who? What? We're recapping. It was wrestling on Thursday. For the first time ever. What network are they on? Thursday. Thursday. No, Thursday. what network? I'm like, what TV show? TV. Oh. oh, I don't know what that is. Well, you could watch it on Twitch until it's resale. So let's talk about impact. <laughs> Oh man. The first match Chris Berry with Jay White coming out and going against one on one with Juice Robinson and getting off that, man. Now, I'm sorry, I didn't want to say this, but I did this, but I thought that was my favorite shit. Sue Young is, um, how should I put this? Well, Charlene, what do you consider Sue Young? Huh? What, 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 do, you, what do you consider Sue Young to be? I don't know. Well, sure. How would you describe it? Dukes! Oh my god, what Come the hell on, happened? Dukes. <laughs> Dukes, what the hell happened to you now? Too mm. <laughs> young. I'll, I'll say Abaddon. Like, similar to that, yeah. 
Abaddon. What happened to me? In my head. I'm in a monster character. Yeah. She's like. She is, uh. Good. Yeah, her, her and Jessica have it. It's like the, but if you really want, like I say, Abaddon from eight from AEW, but mm-hmm. if you try to compare it to WWE standards, there's nothing like her. Yeah. Because WWE don't have that type of female character that can possess the abilities that um, so you actually can bring. They would know how to book it in the so first place. Going closer to it is just a watered down, unlucky bliss character. Yeah. WWE would know how to book like, something. That's what. Like that. Yeah, but like I said, it, she's a like like. Yeah, if it does, it's it's watered down. It's it's just like um, lots of bliss right now. That's what it looks like. But if, if y'all let the change on loose, that's what you get. Too young. Too young. Um, my, she's probably probably one of the, one of the toughest female wrestlers in, in Impact right now. For his knockout champion, that's what she needs to do in the, in the ring. Good theory of thought. I gotta say on that one. Thank you, Dukes, and thank you, Charlie, for that nice abbreviation. For, for the people that do not know. That's my opinion. Okay, we're done with that already. <laughs> God damn it. Don't get a little bit too excited, man. Don't pop your draws. Sheesh. Next week on Impact Wrestling, we get Tyler Wild will battle to Neil Dashwood one on one next week on Impact Wrestling. But at Impact Emergence, Ooh, the good brothers will be putting up the Impact World Tag Team Championships on the line against Violet by Design and Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Now, Rich Swan and Willie Mack, ooh, I actually imagine that match. I mean, imagine that tag team actually happened from like maybe like eight months ago. Maybe that. But then again, I was like, it's kind of uncertain. But then again, anything is possible in Impact. They actually do shit. They actually switch up the formula. And try to give people what they want, and depending on what the help that they need too. So I can actually yep. respect that. So you, you gotta give credit to Impact for being creative as well. So I wouldn't mind, like I said, people go to Impact and go back and get the fuck over. Are you nuts? That's great because now when they're watching you again, they be like, "Oh shit, this is what the fuck are we fucked up on. We gotta bring these guys back, offer him more money." That's how you gotta do it. All right, fine. I'll go. I'll go back to my old gig. But I'm gonna outshine everyone and go back on top and let your asses know I'm still here. Exactly. Impact brings to that table anyway. But yeah, so that's gonna happen. Then Rohit Raju end up getting to a backstage confrontation with Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green over nothing. Just to be like, you just not my, you came this close to hitting my girl. All that's point. Anyway, um. Chris Sabian tells GM Miller that he plans to overcome Moose and 18 other competitors to become the next child of the Kenny Omega's Impact World Championship at Emergence. 
So I guess we're going to have a battle royal uh, of some sort going to happen when it comes to that. The second match was a fail forward match. Jay Sutton, Trey Miguel, Rohit Raju, and um and Davari in a field forward and whoever wins mm-hmm. a contender for the Impact X Division Championship, which is Josh Alexander, if I'm getting that correct. Yeah. Yeah. Speed time. Yes. He but did his that research. Was, that match was actually fire. I liked it. So I'm like, Trey Miguel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I had to underline his name too. I'm like Davari, he's still in there. I'm like, okay, there's some familiar faces, new faces, and then Jay Sun came out. I'm like, oh man, you already know he's gonna win this. But Trey Miguel was someone was like, okay, my aura, my energy, my focus is on him. Watch him; he's gonna do something that's gonna shock you, and he did. Um, he did some crazy sequence and hit. Uh, and then after that, he did like um. A Virgo Superman off the top, and then he hit someone with a submission right afterwards, like in like the same sequence, which was dope as fuck. I'm like, ooh, if he would have went to NXT, you know, like three years ago, he probably would have been red hot fire by that time period. Because think about the talent back then compared to what the hell that they had now. So that, that was actually pretty damn impressive. Was. Was like, but Jay something is someone to look out for too. For big meaty guys. You know, Vince is going to try to make a poach. Um, I can try to cut you off. Go ahead. Sorry, cut you off. Huh? Huh? What? Who? <laughs> uh, no, I said sorry to cut you off, but um, Trey Miguel was supposed to go to NXT. Trey Miguel was supposed to He was supposed to go to NXT. Trey Miguel was supposed to go to NXT. Right. Murder the Rascals. MS, mm-hmm. MSK. Yeah. He was part of Rascals. Yeah. I know that. That's why I was like, I'm, I'm surprised that he So he came back. When he he came back. back to Impact, which was probably one of the best things for his career. Mm-hmm. And now he's breaking off to be a solo star, and he's trying to make it in the X Division right now. Well, I can so tell I'm, you. I'm happy he didn't go. I can tell you this right now. With the way they would have went, go ahead, man. Go ahead, Dukes. Okay, never mind. Go ahead, Cyber. What I was gonna say is, I'm sure I was. Char would probably agree with me on this, or might possibly agree. Might possibly agree with me on this, but I feel like the X Division now is a lot more entertaining than the world title picture right now. I agree. Because Kenny Omega, I hate to say it because I loved Kenny Omega back when he was New Japan. He was, you know, getting into those fights, uh, getting into those fights, you know, with, um, God, the name done left, done left my mind. Watch and I'm gonna think about it when we move on. But anyway, he had these amazing five star matches in New Japan, and you know he was putting on shows like like nobody's business back in New Japan. But now these days, yeah, like against Okada and them. Yeah, that's against Okada. I can't believe I, for, yeah. I forgot his damn name. What the hell? Um, those matches, that Kenny Omega, that's the Kenny Omega that most people want to see. This one. I want to see someone beat the shit out of him. And I want it to Thanks. be Jay White. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But like I said, the X Division is way more entertaining right now than what uh, the world title picture is. Moose, he should have gotten his shot. He should have gotten his chance against Kenny Omega. I understand. I totally agree. I said it before. I was like, yo, Moose should have won that title by now. That was a perfect opportunity. If, if, if you try to get someone that's active in that roster to take the belt off of Omega to lead now that finally they got over the hump. Finally now, now a black champion again could have had the belt now. And so I'm saying that would have been more solidified for that accolade, but they didn't put a trigger on him like but that's neither bad, here nor there. Bad, yeah, bad, bad timing. That's all I say yeah, very bad timing. But the next match, though, oh, it made me smile. <laughs> oh, Karen Hogan and Tasha Steele versus Jordine Grace and Rachel Erling. I mean, oh, oh, the Richard Erling. Excuse me. God, man. Ellering, excuse me. Ah, fun switches. Rachel Ellering, which uh, this tag team is very weak. It's like a bodybuilder, snow bunny escapade, and just if I would have gotten in the middle, I probably would have been squished already. I think I would have been. I, I, I mean, it, it's so different from the Mimi Rose and um, Dana Brooke combination that I was so used to in WWE. But going over here, Impact, I can't do that shit. I mean, mm-mm. you girls are going to try to hurt me, and I mean hurt me. But nonetheless. The thick snow bunnies wins with a pretty impressive victory. But then after the match is over, oh, uh, fire and flavor are no more because my girl Savannah Evans made her debut in Molly Buck Kara Hogan. Now, as Doomtime probably gave a little rumor mill that her contract is expiring, so she could be potentially a free agent. Yep. I heard the same thing. I think she her contract expired recently, and she was mm-hmm. she was seen backstage at uh, AEW this past week. I think the slow the you know, so they'll do really the slow transition over to the AEW locker room. Yeah, I could easily see that happening. They need to start building the women's division there. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. And then we get the fourth match, yeah. which was Steve Macklin defeating a jobber in Josh C. <laughs> now, this was truly a fucking squash match, all right? Oh, oh, poor guy, man. From the very moment that he tried to get up and then try to do a full, you know, from the corner row, he just get his ass beat the whole damn match. True, we true mean of a squash match, folks, okay? But in this one, it just made it even more funny. But, uh, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta do what you gotta do to kill for, like, five like five to six minutes. And he did his job. Steve Macklin, you know, Steve Macklin gets the dub, and he's like, go after it and attack him again. And then we see, um, I'm gonna help me up with his name, P.D. Williams, storms outside of the stadium. And we're gonna see these two going to try to slowly go at it now, a little rivalry going on. So, but then the dead last match, the main event, the elite, Kenny Omega, the good brothers, taking on Sammy Callahan, Eddie Edwards, and Frankie Kazarian in a six-man tag team match. Whoa. Now, during the midst of this match, I think Omega got injured. Have y'all seen that spot? 
I didn't I didn't really uh see that, no. Like it was towards like it was towards the end of the match because he because he didn't take the pin for it. it was um Carl Carl Anthony, I believe. Yeah, Carl got pinned by Eddie. Right, Eddie Evans. And then that would have protected Omega, but still, but I think when you zoom in on the outside, he was clinching some of his shoulder. Yeah, else, he's, I think, so he's I think been, maybe. He has, a, he has problems with his shoulder. I know he's been battling like a torn labrum in it for a while. So, yeah, but. I, but I also heard that he's been dealing with other injuries as well on top of that. Yeah. He, I think he needs time off. So eventually, he's going to have to drop the belt to somebody. I agree. But now, it's just the key factor is who and when. Uh, an, an, a funny name that I... Uh, another interesting name I've been hearing for... To drop the title to... To drop the title... For Kenny to drop the title to is uh, Josh Alexander. Huh. Really? Yeah. That'd be a, a straight shoot to the top of anything else, but yeah. could they really do that? Oh, they could. Still Mix get that. I mean, yeah, but if he's also, but if Omega is working through injury too, we you know, we just don't want him to get too messed up, and now he no. can't perform his obligation in AEW as well. No. Yeah. He's working more often than ever now because he's at high demand. Yeah, he's bad. he's not only wrestling AEW and um, but but he's wrestling AAA too with the the big match against the uh, Andrade next Saturday. Uh huh. Dude, about to say something. I got it. Yeah. Oh, look, I could see the next couple of weeks. Um, King Omega losing some of those titles he has. Probably might be the Impact title. He might lose it to. Um, I'm hearing that the next opponent is Ryan Myers. He's going to win the um Bayer Royal. I've been, I've been hearing that, too. Coming up. Um, and who knows what the, what the, what how they, how New Japan is coming and how they're bringing um, the Bullet Club over. Yeah, you may never, you may see an interference by a Jay White, a newly acquired Push Bay. Um, probably even you might see um Tamaloa and Tamatonga. The girls of Dusty might show that might make their parents over to impact wrestling. Yeah, go after the good brothers. So we may never know what might happen. But you might see a change in the title very soon, especially if Omega's injury. Yeah. Especially with the Mega's injury cup is um concerned the way it is right now. Okay. Great thought. Great thought, y'all. That was our that was our first impact wrestling review. Holy there we shit. go. Yay. Uh, 
that we begin history today, folks. Now we got one more left. The last <laughs> night's Friday Night SmackDown. Oh, boy. Sasha Banks kicked off SmackDown and said she turned on Bianca Belair. <laughs> because Bianca Belair whooped the shit out of her at WrestleMania with that long-ass race to the ribcage. God, yes, that I looked ugly. That. Yes, that was totally ugly. But Bianca has changed. About time. Yeah, Sasha Banks that Bianca wouldn't be in without her. Bianca did not go to Sasha. She remembered that Sasha was begging her to please her at WrestleMania. Which is true. And Bianca told Sasha that she needs to rematch with the SmackDown Women's Championship. And it's on at SummerSlam. But then Selena Vega comes out and she interrupts. And basically pleaded her case, accepted her challenge before Sasha Banks swooped in. Then Bianca just said, like, you know what? I'm going to take care of you tonight, but I'm going to still take care of Sasha at SummerSlam. So, Big Mama is going to be in that kitchen. What you make that work? Zelina Vega needs to get the fuck out of here. Why did they sign her back? Who knows? Who knows, but she needs to go. Bye-bye. No problem with them signing her back. I have a problem with them signing her back. Yeah, that's weird. They signed up for Yeah, she's complaining about like, about, like, you know, like the unionization and stuff, and then with WWE, and then she goes and resigns with them. Like, why? Why? Well, you know what the whole saying is, is um, money talks and bullshit walks, and that's exactly what happened in that Selena Vega situation. They offered her the right amount, and she was like, okay, I'm coming back. Yeah, money. Money talks. So, in the first place. so we're right releasing five five wrestlers that could be better than her to bring her back. Yep. And this is that's why they need party shots on her to make, sure, to make sure that you can probably get her husband over. And we already know he's not going. No, he's he's flourishing. Well, and then on top of that, it only took them it only took the man three weeks. I think that the reason why and now he is now considered that's going to be the next set of stars that's going to help anchor AE in uh, anchor AEW for the next five years along with the rest of the talent. Absolutely. Like, no, these superstars are going to be coming out with chips on their shoulder, basically saying, okay, y'all, okay, you want to tell me that I can't do this? Fine, mm-hmm. fuck y'all, watch me do this. And I'm gonna get the fuck over mm-hmm. it. And you'll be calling my cell phone. Hey man, we let you guys to come back. I might suck my dick. Block number. <laughs> but uh, moving on from that, we got the SmackDown champion Jay Uso defeating Dominic Mysterio, which I'm actually happy for Dominic Mysterio. I gotta give him a round of applause mm-hmm. for doing I must say, Dominic Mysterio is starting to come into his own now. You know, not really letting his dad help him out as much, but he is actually becoming a really good wrestler. I will agree with that. I will agree with that. I, I, agree with that. And I can't wait to win the No, I agree with you one hundred percent. I think once he once he gets out of his dad's shadow, it'll be a. I think it'll be a whole lot different. You think so? You think so? But I think, 
when Ray retires and we on his own, that's when it's going to start. Like, he'll be good once once his dad is gone. It won't be Ray Mysterio with Dominic Mysterio. It's not just going to be Dominic. Like I think I think he's going to drop the Mysterio name and just go by Dominic. One surprise me. I don't know. I don't know. But they still want to keep that heresy, bro. So they were still going to try to still keep his name somehow. Hey. King Nakamura! <laughs> and my man, Rick Boogs! Okay, Apollo Crews about to score vacation because Commander Z is cool. So I'm guessing King Nakamura is going to win that IC Championship now and then also Apollo is going to try to work out the program. I'm predicting something in the future. And I'm saying that Papa Cruz is just going to King Nakamura. I actually might agree with you on that one. Hey, it's like D-Boy. It's like D-Boy. Let's we get DJ Malcolm Cruz, WWE Yes. Yes. And and they ended up getting the chance to to wrestle some some like you know obviously like some of the best in the business right now. But it's just like how much more boring can the women's division on WWE be? Because it's like the same old people every week. Nia Jax. Tamina, you know, it's just the same old shit, same old girls wrestling over and over again. Like, I'm I thought over... you can't get me from those women, those though. women though. And then what I, I think what really bothers me the most about it is just like you look at like all these like wrestlers that got released, and then you look at the ones that haven't, and you're like, why? The why? ones that got released why? were putting on matches. And these girls are just like, oh, whatever, you know. <laughs> no, the, I'm, 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 I'm just watching the question in the back right now. Coming out of the gym, we might see each other on Monday. Watch back now. Listen, this area I don't care if Naomi goes to SmackDown or not. Like, she's not that great of an addition to the women's division. Anyway, she's fucking boring, bro. 
She's just as boring. Like, oh, let's feel the glow. Who gives a fuck about the glow? <laughs> to be honest, the like, whole honest, division is like that. I think the only think thing the that's going to help gonna the, women's help the women's division is when Becky, is Lynch, when comes Becky Lynch comes back. And <laughs> I hate to say it, but like even even when she was here, she made that division. Like the whole Ronda Rousey feud she had going for the longest time, her Charlotte and Ronda Rousey, like that was probably the greatest moment for the WWE women's division. Like. Granted, you know, then Rhea Ripley coming up to now Raw, that's that's a pretty good addition to Raw. Then you got Bianca Belair on SmackDown, and that was a I don't good think I can watch Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair fight again. Becky Lynch needs to Becky come back soon. To come back soon. I agree. I, I, I mean, it'd be great if Becky came back, but like, if she does, okay. But Problem is, problem is, these girls, the girls, veterans, veterans on the main, on the main roster, roster, they've done they've everything, done everything with, them. with them, so they don't have so nothing don't to do with them. They have all this talent in NXT, in NXT but, but they don't want to pull them up and disrespect the veterans that put in the work, so they're caught in between right now. Because... All the women, all the women, if you, if you, NXT is the best women's in Russia, if you call yeah, them really up, it's going to infuse the main roster, and it'll be fresh as them, but like I said, I think that they don't want to disrespect the girls that are up there now, because they've put in a lot of work, and they deserve respect, but it's, it's getting dry, like, they need to switch some of it up. This, this is, Again, I'm just going to say this just because I want to piggyback off of your NXT um, women's division. I'm just going to say, honestly, I really am starting to feel like NXT is probably the best WWE show on TV right now. Yes. Yes. Uh, WWE. Like, WWE. Who is the only one? I don't think it's better than SmackDown. It's better than Raw, but it's not that. I don't think it's better than SmackDown. Raw trash. No, I don't think it's better than SmackDown, but it's definitely better than Raw. No. Okay. Um, but in my mind, I just, I just feel that way because, like, I'm just, I'm over, I'm over Raw, SmackDown. I'm also over that shit. You know, I'm just like whatever. I'm at, I'm at the phase of just like, all right, now I gotta phase WWE out of my life. I'm glad I faced it after you go on box stuff. Because it, it's just like, it's starting to get to the point where WWE is just like every week, you never know who the fuck is going to go. You know what I'm saying? And, and then when they do go, it's just like, you're, let, you're letting go main event wrestlers and your show's not getting any better. No. The way they treat their talent over there is pathetic. Yeah. It's disgraceful, it's just shameful, and it's just something I just don't condone. It's disgusting. Like I said, that is so the independent scene, AEW, all those promotions can't build their rosters. It's like, why? 
Does Paige still have a WWE? I believe Paige still has a WWE contract. I just think that they're being lenient with her when it comes to her social media stuff. Because she still streams on Twitch, and so does Adam Cole. So you tell me. And so, so you're telling me someone who doesn't wrestle still has a contract with WWE. That's yeah. the one thing I don't understand. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't do anything with WWE. I haven't seen her on, in a, in a, on a, any one of those three shows. Nope. And you're nope. telling me she still has a fucking contract. Yep. yep. I'm over yep. it. Yep. <laughs> Next match, please. Yeah. I think this cell of WWE is is. Probably gonna happen sooner than we think. I think so too. But I don't think it's going to be going to be just to any random person. Because look at how WWE transitioned when Vince McMahon bought it. He bought it from his dad. And then he started changing it into the product he wanted it. And that's how it blew up the way it did. He took over all the small territories and he just brought everybody and their mama in. Mm-hmm. I think what's going to wind up happening is I think I think he's going to wind up selling to Stephanie, Shane, and Triple H. I honestly think that that's what's going to wind up happening. We're going to see another resurgence in the WWE, but it's going to be the image of what those three want it to be. Not what Vince has done to it now. Keep it within the family, I guess. Each one gets a 33 point from the company. Yep. He's going to want to keep it in the McMahon's, you know what I'm saying? So he's going to try and sell it to his kids first. Well, I mean... I mean, they, they buy it or they can't just everything from the guys. I think it was you, uh, Mav, I mean, uh, Black, who uh, posted in the group why he was going to, who he was going to sell it to, but he was going to dwindle it down so cheap that way he could just sell it to Triple H and Stephanie and Shane. I was like, this is amazing. Really? Yeah. Mark my words. Next, we got Edge challenging Seth Rollins to a match at SummerSlam. He calls a shot, and then he was thinking by it, but Seth says to Edge that she should think carefully. If he wants to face him, what would happen if he would come back, basically, first time for his next strategy? 
Edge did remind Seth that he eliminated him from past two Royal Rumble matches. Edge claims that Seth always walked in his shadow and would be Edge Light. Edge Light. This is Seth Rollins' excuse. <laughs> Edge Light. <laughs> Seth is Seth then says to Edge to shut up and he has something to challenge anyway. Next, we got the SmackDown Afterwards, get Finn Balor. After the match is over, Finn says that he has to see do it. So, and the Usos came from out of nowhere to attack Finn. But he fought them off until Roman joined in the middle of it to make Finn tap out, and that was it. It's not that. A triple threat match. Roman, Finn, Cena. Or are we going to see Finn probably getting his chance next week, and then Roman's going to just go off and face Cena during SummerSlam? I think they might lean toward triple threat. I think that that's definitely a possibility as well. I think it's just going to, we're going to have to wait and see what, what perspires this coming up week and see what, um, what comes out of it. I would love to see Finn Balor get into the picture. I would love to see someone else other than, you know, the same old people get the shot at the titles, seeing Finn Balor come back and, and fight Roman Reigns and actually possibly beat him like he did when he won the universal champion. Well, when he was in that tournament, when he first got pulled up to win the universal title i would love to see that happen but right now roman reigns is too big of a character he is the head of the table and i hate to say it if finn balor gets that match against him he is going to acknowledge him he's going to acknowledge the tribal chief even if they made that match a triple threat it's going to be the same way Acknowledge me because they that right now is the money maker right now. He, Very true. Keep his back down alive. It's pretty much that's what he's going to stack him again. Stack him up. Stack him up. Who? 
Right, uh, Wyatt. Oh, God, what? Wayne Reinhardt? I don't know. I know his first name is Wyndham. Yes. Okay, so here's my thing on all these pending, you know, debuts in AEW. I feel like that most of them will Wyndham. happen. Wyndham? Is that is that how you say Wyndham. last name? Okay. Wyndham. Okay, so this is where, what I think is going to wind up happening. Yes, we are going to get Brian Danielson because AEW will give him the schedule he wants. Yes. We will get CM Punk because you know what? Tony Khan and his father are going to dish out the money to get that man on TV for them. They will do what they have to, and CM Punk will listen, and he will sign. Those two for sure. Bray Wyatt, I don't know. It depends on what his contract looked like, depending on, uh, of course, if he has that 90-day, we're not going to see him anytime soon. Not until at least full gear. Yeah, until full gear. But well, around Halloween time. Yes. And that the real person for him to come out, and then it could be like some Halloween special that AEW could have yes. coming up. And then, boom, that's what starts happening. Now, let's talk about this wild card person. Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Mm. He is still with NXT, which it means he still NXT has that 30-day. Which means has already made him an offer. Yes, AEW's already made him an offer. He has his only his 30-day that he has to sit out. But he's been month-to-month month with NXT, which means technically he has already sat his 30 days. So could we see him show up in the same time CM Punk and Brian Danielson? Yes, we could see him pop up the same time. If that happens, the roof is going to blow off that place and they're not going to be able to find it. Because those three major people popping up on AEW at the same time? Uh-uh. Yeah. We'll blow the roof off. It will blow TV ratings will go ballistic. Yeah. With the three of them going. Yeah, no joke. Because you know why? Adam Cole, he sees the writing on the wall on the main roster. There was possible potential two years ago when they were doing the whole Survivor Series angle where all three brands were a part of it. There was potential there, and I could see Adam Cole if he had his contract come up re-signing with WWE because NXT got so much love from the WWE universe, way more than what they did before that. I could see Adam Cole resigning then if his contract was up. But his contract came up, what, Great American Bash this past year? I believe. I believe it was Great American Bash. It came up, but he agreed to continue working month to month with NXT. He did not want to work with anybody else. I feel like he wanted to finish up whatever he was doing with uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. He wanted to finish that up. He wanted to put yeah. a put a you know his final stamp on it, which he did. And now he's kind of sitting in limbo. He's not going to sign. He's not stupid. He's not going to sign a contract nope. with WWE and get caught. Right yeah. NXT WWE and AEW. How much are they going to let him do? How much money are they going to put on the table? What the factors are at play. He's got friends, his girlfriend over there at AEW, new stars, new horizon, new opportunities. Yeah. We'll stay here, be on top of the mind, but eventually 
can't stay in NXT forever. At some point, he's gonna get that. Have to he's he's gonna have to get called up to the main roster, either SmackDown or Raw, depending on where the hell that he goes and who's around by that time period. He either save his career or it can hurt him. But you already know Vince is gonna be able to throw the biggest prayers that the fuck that he can to make sure that he stays. But then again, this has one said about NXT. It's just a develop a developmental program. Regard. And I said, but your developmental program is doing more better than your main roster that's actually no. on time. That says a lot about what the hell he thinks of NXT compared to what Triple H thinks about NXT. Exactly. So you know, Triple H is going to work his mighty hardest, and Shawn Michaels too. Make sure that they're going to try to save David to, to, to keep him there, but without Bobby Fish, that's what we now want. Hard to cut you off. Now, now you'll get two left. Now, somehow, some way, Roger Strong is gone. He, he might have no other choice. That like Kyle, but we already got the single again. Yeah, so we choose the we choose the the what I think it was like the rumored uh like seven year one million dollar a year deal with WWE or do you go over with your girl and your friends in the elite? I think it's easy. I think it's an easy decision, but does money talk there? Hey, certain people are not fueled by money, honey. Certain people just want that freedom. Certain people just want the cream. Right. Okay, so I just looked it up. Kyle O'Reilly's contract comes up the end of next year. So he's literally biding time, it looks like. And um, Adam Cole, of course, we know he's going month to month with NXT right now. And then um, Roderick Strong, he still has almost two years left. So he's the one that's going to be probably one of the very last ones unless he gets released or he asks for his release and they grant it to him. So those are going to be so all of them within the next two to three years could all be gone from the company. Yes. They could. And they could either rejoin the Undisputed Era in New Japan Wrestling. Could. Could, but I honestly see Kyle O'Reilly trying to make a push on his own for for once because look at all the other organizations he was. You probably said what? Speak your mind, Dukes. Right. Come on, Dukes. What's wrong with you? Still good. <laughs> wow. Well, oh, 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 my bad. Oh, my bad. Um, I'll say like this. If I was Adam Cole, I will go AEW. We just want friends, friends of there. Girls there, you know, he had a great opportunity. But on top of that, wait, I am, man, shut up. <laughs> I'll part this, but on top of that, 
but take a look at it like this. I'm hearing that Kyle Wise contract's coming up. Bobby Fish is out of the, of the company. Wait, wait for a little while. Bring the Red Dragons to AEW. Because now you get Young Bucks versus Red Dragons. Who are, are Red Dragons versus Lucha Bros? Red Dragons versus freaking freaking um, FTR. FTR. Mm-hmm. Who, who gladly will see those type of matches? You could see a resurgence of the tag team division in AEW if all if all the stars align and all these people are able to actually. And then on top of that, with Al Pope come over there, who 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 will see a matching team? Him and Andrade, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, Malachi Black. There's a number. Darby Allen. There's Miro. And, and, and I seem to realize that John Moxley. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, this, I they got that they can do fancy booking any way that the fuck they got like they want to. They just they got to oh. build the story that could that, that could stretch out week after week after week. So when you get to a pay per view, they be the big money sellout match. Yeah. And AEW got its stars in line. They got a deep piggy bank that yeah. they're willing to spend, but not too much, as long as their TV. And they got one after the packages are going good. They're going to revenue. But that being said, they also they make that money. They're going to be in good hands. I agree. I definitely agree. So with Rampage, you're definitely going to see a new crop of new faces start getting over on that channel too. So now it's going to make more to watch both. Real close. Trust me on that one. And, and, um, and I was going to say this: this one. And that, and that one person, and our part is the one person, that one person I'm going to say is about that's going to make an impact on AEW, will be Ruby Riot. Yes. Yes. Ruby Soho, you mean. Get her name correct. That's that one person, that's that one female wrestler that can sit there and say that it's going to make the impact. Yeah. Definitely agree. Very underutilized in WWE. It's going to make a just seeing Ruby Riot Ruby doing all Solo. her work, Ruby Soho doing all her Solo, work Soho is all good. with WWE, uh-huh. but but she's very underutilized in WWE. Watch what happens in the Impact. Watch what happens when she goes to AEW. She'll make a huge impact. Maybe a star there. Yeah. All good things. Yes. All good things. Your stars align. And, and here's a and here's a a couple more, and that'd be the iconic. The formerly known as Iconic. And here's the reason why. Whoa. Because because now they can now because all, all, all the female female wrestlers that came from WWE that were very underutilized are going to AEW. Well I don't know and if that's you've one seen thing that I kinda love about AEW. Bring the underutilized talent. I don't know if you've seen on their Instagram. Everybody's got to seem to realize this is what they always try, always try to say. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen on their Instagram, but they are actually going to be in Nashville, I believe, the end of this week. 
and you'll never mm-hmm. guess who's going to start filming the end of next week to start filming for the next couple episodes of their of their show. Stars are aligned. Impact Impact is going to be filming again the end of next week. So the Iconics may actually be making an appearance on Impact. So it might be a matter of time before they pop up in AEW because that door is already open. That door is kicked open for them, New Japan, and Mm. AEW. So we might be seeing The door is wide open. Oh, yeah. It's open now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so well, folks, and I got one more set of news. Desmond Troy has been released from the NXT roster as well. <laughs> yeah, so that was another checking bro. So they had and they have released a um, a list of people that have been released from last year to this year. I think it was like two hundred and something names. That's on that's that ridiculous. list. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh, people, that's uh, people that was released within the past year and this year. That's too many people. That's ridiculous. But also, guys, y'all got to remember, too, back mm. before AEW was starting up, Vince was signing people oh, left and right to keep them from Pete Dunn's contract is expiring as well. Yes. So... If he yeah, does no. make a move somewhere else, he can go back to NXT UK, go back overseas. I would want to see him in New Japan. The division over there again, or he can do the unthinkable. Yeah, I want him in New Japan because I wanted. I would want to see him in the best Ooh. of the Super Juniors. He would be great for the New Japan bracket. The best of the there. Super Juniors. Yes. I can see him winning it. Oh my God! He was. No, I want. I want to go to Impact. I could see him winning it and then win the junior title and then hang on to that for a little bit. I could easily see him putting on weight and going after the IWGP title. Easy. Make a huge name for himself over there in Japan. Or he can go after um Tom Wallace the open weight title. The never open weight? No, no, no. Never open weight is held by uh, Jay, Jay, Jay White. White. Yeah. Oh, so he took it off the top. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, Jay so White I holds it right now. Yeah, because I was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I just want tall ball. And he just that's why. That's but, why you know, I was saying. Okay. So alright. So yeah. So that makes sense. That's but why. Imagine I, him and tall ball going at. I was, I was, that's why I was saying, that's why I think Jay White is going to be the one to take either the Impact or the AEW title off of Kenny Omega, and then Tamatanga and Tongaloa are going to take the Impact tag titles off of the Good Brothers. That's why I'm saying that that might happen. I think Jay would be more likely to take the Impact title, because I think that the AEW title is going to be held for Hangman to take off there. The story there. That, is, yeah, that would be the more storybook ending if Hangman Adam Page took the belt because rightfully he he would have been the first homegrown AEW star to actually win that belt. Exactly. Yeah, the story's written there. There's nobody else that should be holding that title next except for Hangman. Well, next I got one more set of news for y'all. Jinder Mahal wants to face Drew McIntyre in a Punjabi prison match. No way. Oh, great. You know oh. what that means? A great Kali is going to pop out and stranglehold <gasps> him through the cage. Why? I don't know either. But Tony Khan comments on the latest controversy in, uh, involving Max Caster. God. Yeah, he had wrapped it up as Simone uh, Biles. Simone Biles, Duke Lacrosse. Um, 
PCR test. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's in a he's ton of hot water. Yeah, he's getting some heat from the VS and that. And I'm like, wait, people said worse things. John Cena said worse things back then. Oh, yeah, back then. That is still that is still my favorite version of John Cena. It doesn't matter what anybody says. Dr. Thugonomics is probably the best one out of all of them. Flat out. Listen, it's crazy. Listen, it's crazy enough already as is. So let's just hope and pray, God damn it, that he doesn't really get too punished. I mean, they're just looking at it from a one of those sensitive march circles, probably just, you know, venting some shit in there and just went overboard and shit like that. Bobby Eden, one half of the beloved Midnight Express that passed away earlier this week. God rest his soul, he was 62 years old when he passed. Uh, so we give our deepest condolences to the one half of the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette, who used to manage them back in the day. So, did you say 62? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's fucking young. Dude, huh? people people aren't living as as old as they used to. Yeah. Man, that's the sad part. Sixty fucking two. <laughs> that just makes you think, like, yo, goddamn, that could be me at sixty two. Yeah. Where do you go? Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's it, that's folks. It, folks. Oh my god, that's we're it. done. We're done. This is it. This is the end of the season premiere of season four of the Top Rose Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. If you like what we talked about, give us a thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notifications button to keep all up to date with the current content that we got. Don't forget to check out the blog. Don't forget to check out Bonfire, our merch store. Don't forget to check out Gecko.com for our OCTR prototypical slides. Coming More colors are coming out soon. Nonetheless, Ah, give yourselves a round of fucking applause, man. We actually finished this thing off. We made it through technical difficulties, through everything the fuck else. We still here. We finally crossed the finish line. I'm fucking exhausted. And now we're all this shit. I got a bunch of editing to do to get the thing ready. So, um, yeah, but, but, how do you feel? Hopefully I did good. <laughs> yes, you did good. You did better than I did. Aw, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the love. Thanks for the love. No, hey, WWE, WWE kicked me out, so. <laughs> that is true. They, they hey, what's my what's and what's my you famous line? WWE, line? WWE, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. Nope. Nope. <laughs> hey. But you know what? But you know what? After the way our break went, and how it's going now, I'm watching more AEW than this shit. I have to agree with you, though. Hey, does AEW come on like regular people TV? Like I can find it on Comcast, or do I have to go on like YouTube or some shit? No, no, I mean, you can go on the rest of the website. Yeah, you can. 
I mean, they stopped. They stopped streaming on Twitch. So that was that was the next one. But you can watch uh, AEW Dark, Dark on YouTube. On YouTube. Okay. Oh, I, I kind of want to get into this whole uh, impact, and I want to watch it now because it's just like. Right now, I think I may stop watching Monday and Friday and just watch <laughs> Wednesday and Thursday. Okay, the only thing, okay, that's, the keeping only thing that's keeping me watching Fridays, watching Fridays is Roman Reigns' storyline. Storyline. Story yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. That's it. That's, I mean, that, like and I said, that's the moneymaker. Like I, like I said before, like uh, Roman Reigns is there. Is their money maker? They're not gonna get rid of that right now. Unless they can see some huge payout from him losing the title. He's not gonna lose it. He's not gonna lose it. No. Like if the Rock was to come back and say, "I want to get that title," they will drop it to him in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, easy. Because this John, this John Cena. It's not going to be a huge payout for them. He's just back promoting Suicide Squad. That's the only reason why he's getting the title shot. And I can watch that shit on HBO Max. Say that again? I said I can't see anybody right now. Yeah, exactly. He's too hot right now. He's like a hot commodity. If you like, if you upset him, that's it. He's a company, With, yes, man. Yeah, yeah, the person yeah, that takes it off is going to be the car. Wow. Oh, folks. That's it. That's it. Hit the finish line. This is the winner's circle where uh, everyone's going to go around and shit like that. Uh, basically, y'all know who the fuck I am. The bell says it all. I'll deal with y'all trumps next week. Y'all know the whole drill. Y'all know how to follow us. Follow the channel too, man. Get them thumbs up. Get them plays up and stuff like that, man. The, this season's goal is to get up to 4K plays. Also, yes, yeah, so please like, share, subscribe, and repost, retweet the whole nine yards, man. Follow us on Facebook, cool. Twitter, Instagram, off the top ropes podcast, and Twitter are off slash, I mean, are, are, off underscore ropes. For me to say, uh, Dukes. Let's get your let's get your sign off, man. Come on, Dukes. Oh, like a someone from the 1970s with that fucking face on. <laughs> yep. I guess cat got tongue. Uh, uh they, they take all your thank all your slap nuts, motherfuckers, for all um, listening. Um, you know what? I want to say one thing quick, one thing, no, one thing only. Cool. We don't want to watch WWE. You ain't shit, bitch. <laughs> Yo. Oh, he's trying to protect his identity. Uh, he's trying to protect his identity. Okay, fine, whatever. Even though it's way too late now. First lady, Char, this is your winner's circle. This is where people can go and find you. You, you can do your shout-outs, your plug-ins, the whole nine yards. Um, at Mox Crew 2021 on Twitter, at uh, Charlene M. on Instagram. Ooh, all right, nice, all right. nice and short. Uh, Cyber Yeti. All right, guys, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. We do appreciate you, all y'all 
jumping in. Let's keep on sharing. Let's keep on liking. Let's keep on doing all that. Exactly like how Blackheart has said in the past. We do appreciate all y'all. And again, just exactly mm. like Duke said, I'm gonna I'm gonna side with him this this season. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. WWE, you ain't shit. <laughs> you ain't shit. Make sure you check. Make sure you check. Make sure you check. <laughs> oh, All right, go ahead, my Go ahead, my The luchador in the building, the number one. All I'm gonna say is thank you for watching. Again, fuck WWE. Bring back WWF. That's what's up. He doing the mask. He doing the mask to protect his identity as well. <laughs> Big Mike is last, <laughs> last but not least, the former champion, Big Mike. Short the jobber. The first OTTR <laughs> champion. Until kiss the belt, bitch. Just follow me. I am underscore MBJ on Twitter. And we out. We out here. We out here. Moving to 4K. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen. This season is going to be bigger, better, more bolder than ever, with special guests, special vlogs, specials. Oh my God, we're going to be trying to get the support. Hashtag support in the AD wrestling as well. Please do, because they are the future of this wrestling business. So let's support the guys. Let's support the guys that's trying to go out there and bust their ass and get to the TV stage. So, yes, Savannah Evans, Jay Bougie. Especially Jay Bruce. Shout out to my dog over there, first and foremost. Uh, Marvelous himself. Um, Mike Love Jones. Like, the rule the, uh, rule the melon monster Bruno. Yes, there's so many talent out there, man. Go support your independent wrestling as well. But without them, the professionals ain't shit. No disrespect. Big facts. So. From here, from um, the family, the mafia family out here, OTTR. We beat y'all. We